Um, um, it's been a couple of quiet weeks and I think we're going into a third quiet week actually because um, although there was some people just crossing the road a minute ago, it's half term so I don't think there'll be any uh, more people than usual. So, um, so ooh, builders, one's going into a van, so that's all very exciting. Welcome to episode 91 of Mr. Burt Pods. Yes, it's been a very quiet week. I'm just looking at my diary and there's absolutely nothing in it. Uh, and very little for the forthcoming week. Um, so, uh, where are we? Ooh, builders are moving around. Um, I think it doesn't matter what the weather is, they always wear light hoodies, sometimes gloves. And they just come at such odd times. I mean, when were they last here? When I was making a Mr. Bird pod recording? I don't know. Anyway, so the house seems to be on the move, sort of. Um, oh, they're off. Uh, anyway, um, so I did my yoga this morning, which was... Uh, it was one of those ten about ten minutes before the end. My my mind just gave up, um, and my body sort of was trailing. Uh, I was barely doing what she was asking. I actually thought I was on the last uh, minute or two before Shavasana, and uh, she announced it was going to be pigeon. So that went down, and and just psychologically, all all my all sorts of energy just drains out of my body, psychic, physical, mental, emotional all drains out of my body when I hear the word pigeon, uh, let alone roosting pigeon. I don't know why it's called pigeon, it's just all it is is uh, an agonising hip opener uh, that doesn't look anything like a pigeon, because they've got their legs straight down and vertical onto the ground. So um, yeah, so that was all that. Um, and then she uh, she didn't read a poem, I hope she's not going to get into the habit of this one. Uh, I was quite relaxed, actually, uh, despite the fact I always want to go to the toilet when I'm doing Shavasana. I was quite relaxed in Shavasana, and I just was trying to uh, trying to focus my mind on um, just being in the moment. And I heard her saying, you'll be aware of noise, because my, my, I'm quite a long way from the computer at this point on the floor. The computer's not on the floor, and um, I'm on the floor, and... Um, the loudspeakers on the computer are pretty hopeless. I vaguely heard her saying something about be aware of the noises around you. So I was sort of listening to the birds singing outside and the clock was ticking by me. And then all of a sudden there was this, I just, well, I thought someone had dropped something and uh, it wasn't. She, I think she'd rung a bell. I mean, it was just completely not what I needed at that moment. And to be honest, if she'd done it more than once, my nerves would have been in shreds. So I hope she's not going to get into the habit of doing that. I can't. My other yoga teacher used to have um, plinky plonky music on all the way through, which used to drive me mad as well. I mean, it's just anyway. I could talk about plinky plonky yoga music for quite some time, um, and not constructively. So um, it is very quiet. I'm just looking down the road actually, and there's very few cars. So I think people apparently it's very very busy going away uh, half term, which I suppose no great surprise. Um, yes, so um, then I went for a run, which was a bit, um, well, it had incidents. There was the incident of the shorts, which I felt uh, gently lowering themselves. And you can't just stop and start wrenching your shorts up, you know, when there's children around. 
and there's always children around uh, when I need to wrench my shorts up. So um eventually managed to find a moment when there was no one around and got them up and retightened them. Basically the the uh the cord uh that I have to tie and tighten is uh is ripped and isn't doing its job properly. I don't think anybody needed to know that. So um but I do like my shorts because they've got pockets. So I've got my keys in one pocket and I've got my phone in the other pocket and that's always very useful, especially when you listen to a podcast. And then ooh, I've just seen a car that I don't know where that came from. Where did that car just come from? And um yeah and then uh, I looked at it at some point, I think it was about, well, it was about a quarter of an hour into my run, about halfway, and it said there was some recording problem. So basically, I seem to have lost a kilometre. Um, and accordingly, uh, when I looked at it, when I got home, I'd been running at 22 kilometres per hour, which I thought was quite impressive, actually. I was very impressed with being able to do that. Uh, and then I realised it said bike ride at the top. <laughs> So obviously it had lost recording my speed or something for a certain amount of time and then, record, I don't know what it did, but obviously thought I was running so fast I must have been on a bike. So of course Darren will be able to make some comment about that. Um, so I run for my usual, I run for, in a, they said four kilometres, I'm saying five kilometres and I run my usual time. So I was quite happy with that actually. And the weather was nice today as well, it's gone a bit cloudy now. Um it hasn't been a cold winter, I don't think. I was just saying to someone the other day. But it has been, and it's been quite dry as well. I seem to have gone into some sort of male menopause. Oh, hello. I've never seen her before. Um, looks a bit like Mary Beard. Don't think it is, though. Um, I'm just hot all the time. And even when I'm not hot, even when I'm cold, it doesn't bother me. Whereas uh, I used to be cold all the time and hate being cold. Um, I get into my little lighting box and I actually put the uh, air conditioning on to cold um, until I'm sort of almost shivering and then I turn it off and I'm comfortable like that which is just really weird never used to be like that when I go for a walk I never ever fasten my coat up uh, there are reasons for that basically the zip's broken on it but um, I apart from that uh, I don't want it uh, zipped up and I just get very warm very quickly night time's a nightmare um, I have to have the window open, which goes down very well. Um, otherwise, I just keep waking up too hot all the time. So I don't know what's going on there. Um, which probably means that come the summer, if it gets hot, I'm going to be really, really miserable. Uh, which uh, my mother always was. So I'll probably just turn into my mother, let's face it. Um, yeah, so oh, there was a bit... had a. There was a dr dramatic incident I forgot to mention the other week, actually. I was just walking into... In fact, I've had two dramatic incidents, uh, and I think I need a medal for them, actually. Um, I was just walking down the... Uh, the well, the top of the path that goes down into the tube, which is quite steep. And there's uh, sometimes... Well, I usually see a man asking for money sitting there. And um, as I was walking past, he just basically keeled... He was sitting, he just keeled over. Um, and he was sort of not frothing at the mouth, but he was dribbling a bit. So he fell forward onto his, he was sort of sitting, but fell forward onto his face. So I couldn't see what was going on. I rang um, 999 uh, and I couldn't tell whether he was, but he didn't seem to be breathing. But um, he had a big, a, a thickish coat on, which was difficult to, 
tell whether he, to feel if his lungs were going up and down. So anyway, they talked me through it. And then this man stopped and this woman stopped and they were just lovely. Um, so eventually, uh, got him over onto his back and he sort of came around um, and said he was all right. He obviously wasn't. Said he was all right. Uh, There's a little sort of uh, kiosk at the bottom of the path, which is quite a steep hill, actually. It was very nice. Where the woman said, do you want something? Uh, and he said yes and uh, offered her money, bless him. Um, she tootled off, I think, just to get him some water and a hot cup of something, something to eat. Um, I asked him, they asked me on the phone if to ask him if he wanted an ambulance, which I did, and he said no, and at which point... The emergency services, well, we have to terminate the call there because if they don't want one, we can't do anything else. So there's a lesson, well, not a lesson learned, but I didn't know that. So if anyone ever gets into that situation, uh, that's what happens. Uh, it's just, it's just fair enough because they've just got to move on to the next thing, uh, whether he's all right or not. So he seemed to be okay, and I was on my way into work, So um, uh, and the man was still there with him, so it was all fine. Uh, and I asked him his name and um, tootled off and saw the woman at the bottom and get buying the whatever she was buying and told her what his name was. So then I saw him again. Um, I usually see him twice a week. It's usually when I'm going into the matinee. Um, and I asked him if he was all right. And he said um, he need, he'd needed insulin. So basically he was diabetic uh, and hadn't gone into a massive shock. Otherwise he wouldn't have come around. I presume but had gone into some sort of a shock. So, um, oh, it's just so sad. And... Um, so I rang a friend of mine and they said, get some uh, glucose tablets, which I did, uh, dextrose they're called. And then I did that. And then of course he wasn't there the next time I saw went past, but then it was yesterday. So I gave him, I asked him for, I didn't want to force them on him. I asked him if he wanted them and he said yes. And he took them. Um, I thought, well, should I give him some money or not? And I, it's just a really difficult situation. So I saw him again, I've seen him again and uh, he seems all right. Um, I mean, we're not chatting. It's a bit. I'll just have to keep an eye on him. At least he's. At least I know he's got those things. So if anything happens, and then I was walking same place. Uh, it's just before I got to the top of the path. Oh, there's a car going past. Oh. Mm. Where did that car go? God, it's like the Phantom Cars today. That's the second one. I've... Where did that car go? Climbing that went quickly. Anyway, um, I'm walking towards the top of the uh, path down on a very busy main road. It has to be said, it is a very busy main road. I suddenly clocked, because I was so not expecting to see it, I suddenly clocked. I was watching a golden retriever happily weaving its way between the car, the moving cars, which although they're coming up to a set of traffic lights, are still uh, moving. Well, they're actually stopping at one way and not stopping the other way. I suddenly realised I was looking at it, this dog just happily weaving its way through. It got across, I looked around, and there was another woman who was obviously doing the same as me, and um, see if I could find who it was with, because I thought it was with her at first, and it wasn't. And it happily just trotted off, and um, got into the middle of a little road, uh, and decided to uh, turn around, at which time I think me and the woman had clocked, or the woman and I had clocked. It was a man on the other side of the road who'd just come out of the woods. He had a dog on a lead, uh, and I think this was his dog as well. How? Oh, I don't know. I didn't bear thinking about. Um, she called the dog and it sort of 
then trotted onto the pavement, came back and just flopped over onto his back so that she gave him a good long tummy rub. I mean, honestly, they're not, you know, much as I love dogs, they're not very bright. Um, and I think she basically he couldn't see the dog because of the traffic. The dog was hidden behind the cars. He was on the other side of the road. I think she'd signaled to him and he was obviously trying to get over. I just thought, oh, the dog's all right. Uh, I kept going, but that was a bit like, oh, you know, if, um, oh, it just doesn't bear thinking about. Anyway, so anyway, that's me rescuing people and dogs. It's been quite exciting. It's a bit like being a Marvel Avenger, actually. My life. So, um, yeah, so what, what else has been going on, actually? Not very much. Um, the Half the car seemed to be off. Uh, and then I've got quite a busy week, actually, because my, uh, well, oh, they've got an extra flaming matinee in because it's half term. Uh, that's really annoying, so I've got to do that. And then I've got to do a couple of Fridays because my co-worker, for want of a better term, uh, is off uh, for the week. So I'm just covering her shifts. So uh, I'm going to be a bit busy, actually. And then on the 28th, uh, trumpet announcement. Mm. Very big white van. Trumpet announcement, the cat's coming. I thought the cat was coming uh, on the 21st, but apparently uh, somebody's idea of two weeks is different to my idea of two weeks. So uh, Duffy is arriving on the 28th. Now, the 28th is a Monday, so it's possible uh, there will be chaos and confusion going on and I won't be able to get the uh, podcaster. This is the longest. It's like one of those teaser things isn't it for a, a new film or something it's just going to go on forever and ever uh, me saying the cat's coming the cat's coming the cat's coming um well well i hope well i hope she is let's put it that way so she's due on the 28th i may not be able to do mr pot mr pod i may not be able to do mr bert we'll see how it goes um i'm sure i'll get forgiven if it doesn't come out um i caught a picture of her having had a bath uh, which is a bit worrying I don't know that she'd actually had a bath or whether builders, same builder. Um, I don't know whether she'd had a bath or whether the person that took the photograph was joking, but uh, she looks um, she looks quite lively. It has to be said. So uh, yes, so we've got uh, cat litter. We've got the cat gymnasium. Although we're looking into buying a new one, we just need food because I've got the dishes down and I've got all the cat toys down. Um, and we're all ready for our lives to be destroyed. She'll get issues, no doubt, when she gets here. She'll be an issueless cat, and then she'll get into our flat, and the issues will all raise their heads, as has happened previously, apparently. So, um, so that's all the cat front. Um, oh, I've had a haircut. So that was all very exciting. And it was a bit sad actually because my hair dresser is uh, well, my normal ones just had a baby, so I've got someone else. And she's from Afghanistan. So, um, although fortunately she was saying a couple of years ago, her mum had had a big heart attack and needed open heart surgery. So they'd gone, they'd had to leave Afghanistan and go to <gasps> somewhere, was it India or Pakistan? I can't remember anyway, but her parents are living there and her family are living there at the moment. Um, and she just said she can't be watching television. She just she cries and she won't watch it. Um, she said also what was interesting, well, not interesting, is tragic. Uh, so many women over there uh, are widows. Husbands have been killed in all the fighting. So even prior to all this horrendous stuff going on, um, 
once the Taliban came in and stopped women working, uh, there were all these women who basically were working and looking after themselves because there was no one else. Uh, and now I said, well, what are they doing? And she said, I just don't know. Um, so that was actually interesting talking to someone who, who um, is sort of directly affected by what's going on in a country uh, as opposed to, and I notice it's hardly on the news now because all we hear is about bloody Boris Johnson and, oh, and then of course we've got Russia on the brink of world war and it's just so depressing at the moment. Um, then, um, so that was all that. Yes, yeah, so I'm seeing Darren on Tuesday tomorrow evening uh, because I haven't seen him for a long time, actually. I haven't seen him for about a year. I mean, I've seen him, but I haven't seen him on his own. So um, I'm going to go over and he's going to get a takeaway in and probably drink lots of gin. Uh, it'll be interesting because I've got to get home again from South London, uh, which is always interesting. Don't like, I really don't feel, I know people go on about this North South London divide, but when you're in South London, there's no tube. Well, there are tubes, but there's less tube access. Um, and he lives near um, but an overground and I hate, I'd hate to rely on an overground. Um, it's just that 20 minute way, at least you can go. Talking of tubes there, the Northern Ireland has been an absolute nightmare recently. I've had um, terrible journeys into work. And the only good thing is uh, I've been ranting and raving about the fact that WhatsApp is now accessible on uh, tubes because of um, wireless is available on uh, platforms. I've been ranting and raving about that. And of course, it's turned out to be really useful because I've been stuck on tubes and been able to um, text into work to say what's happened. Because, of course, if I'm not there, the show doesn't go on. That's not quite true. But uh, obviously somebody has to cover my work. Yeah, I've always done jobs where I've absolutely had to be uh, in work on time. It's funny. Teaching's another one. I mean, if you're not there, someone else has got to do your job. Uh, I've always been uh, I've always been in jobs that I've just had to be there. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying. Just a comment. So, um, yeah, I might have work on the next show, uh, but I don't know. They're putting my name forward and it's the same lighting designer. So uh, she's happy with my work. So I'm hoping that'll work out. That'll take me through the summer. And then we're just discussing holidays. Though I don't know what we're doing about those. Uh, there is a possibility of a road trip. No, it's not a possibility. It's, it will happen. It just hasn't been arranged yet. Uh, a road trip in April around Easter. And then I don't know what we're doing for our summer holiday. And then, um, Oh, what else? I've finished. Oh, I've just finished reading a book called The Friend by Sigrid Nunes, uh, which is quite an odd book. Uh, and I quite like it, actually, but I wasn't sure whether I liked it at the time. Uh, it's about a woman. Uh, it's about a woman who was a writer, has decided not to write and now teaches creative writing. Her probably best friend, who's a man has just committed suicide. It's not a bundle of laughs, but it is funny. And um, it's basically her sort of journaling. It's sort of written like a memoir journal uh, about how she... Oh, suddenly masses of cars going past. How she copes with that. And basically he leaves her a big Great Dane, huge, huge Great Dane that she then has to look after. It is just an odd book and it is an unreliable narrator because you sort of realise, or I sort of realised quite a long way into it, that she's so sapped in grief and she's also, oh, somebody running, um, 
and she's also a writer or she's she she knows about writing that she's quite an unreliable narrator but not in a manipulative uh sort of thrillery sort of way i'm not really selling this book am i but i i it's give it a go it's, if anyone's interested it's not very long it's called the friend by sigrid nunez and then i'm just starting um I, do, I don't read many books by uh, male authors, but I do read Robert Harris. Just started V2, his latest book. I literally cannot stop turning the pages. It is so gripping. I missed a tube stop. I got so caught up in it. Uh, and I'm listening on Audible to um, Nina Stubby, uh, who, I don't know if that's how you say her name. She writes funny books. Um, it's not very many real comic books around uh, and she writes very funny books uh, i'm in the middle of a sort of trilogy the first one's called man at the helm uh, the one i'm reading is called what's it called paradise lodge um sort of set around quite a bohemian family uh but not wealthy one during the 19 this one's set in 1977 uh it's laugh out loud funny i have to say uh, and not many books actually do make me laugh out loud uh, having a mask on is quite useful on the tube well, that probably just looked a bit weird. And then uh, then we watched Barefoot in the Park last night, one of my uh, favourite films from childhood. I thought it might have dated, uh, and it's not. It's Robert Redford and Jane Fonda, script by Neil, Neil Simon. Um, it's got one of the great mothers in it uh, and some absolutely cracking one-liners uh, that still making me chuckle thinking about it. Um, it's just a very, very funny film. So that was nice. Uh, and then... I think that's it. That's my reading, my television. I can't remember what I was watching on television. Still playing through Jane the Virgin. And, um, oh, when I finished my play, well, I mean, it's only the skeleton of it. needs a, a massive amount of work done on it. But I basically finished uh, the play first draft, which is quite exciting, actually. I'm quite excited about that. So, um, yeah, I feel myself grinding to a halt. Uh, the sun's come out tomorrow. And uh, thank you all for listening.